Alexander Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Husband. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our Constitution and Republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials, Projectile Staging, and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Doing well. Managed to uh, stay dry this week. How about you? Yeah, I mean, for the most part. I mean, now, I mean, I got wet a little bit, but not too much, though. I mean, just because, you know. Yeah. Anything uh, going on up around your neck of the woods? Of course, we're talking about uh, Tropical Storm uh, Ada. Ada. Yeah. So, okay. So, here's the thing. Like, you know, I, I'm running the schedule of, like for the cleaning company and stuff, right? And so... With that, when the hurricanes come, you don't know what's going to happen. Like you're dealing with the unknown and we were dealing right. with the unknown. Yeah. So the night before end up getting a little screwed up where there's a couple places we just couldn't go to because the storm, we were, we were afraid of what was going to happen with the storm. Right. Right. And then we also, when they talked about landfall, the next day was going to happen at like 7 a.m. Right. Well, if you got landfall going on in your neck of the woods at 7 a.m. for a hurricane, you might want to call the people and kind of let them know maybe it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, here's the thing is, is being Floridians is uh, we knew this was going to be like a cat one at worst and more likely just a tropical storm, not a big wind event, maybe a little rain event. And our, our inclination is like, you know what, let's just, just pretend like it's not happening. You know, it's like a storm. It's not a big deal. But by the same token, it's you got to prepare for it as well. Yeah. So, you know? we, I, so I had all the customers that I had for that day. I called all of them and let them know that probably it's going to get, you know, probably tomorrow is going to get canceled. We got to play it by ear. We don't know for sure. Right. But then the thing sped up, went past us way overnight early, and we could actually work the full day anyway. Right. Right. So yeah. it ended up working out okay, but like it just was annoying of having to call everybody and then call everybody again and, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did ha- have one client lose, have an extended power outage, and I had to deal with some fallout because of that. Uh, but other than that, yeah, that uh, wasn't too bad. You know, just kind of pruned a few uh, trees here and there, and that was about it. But yeah, it's next. That was next to nothing. Yeah, it wasn't. So. It wasn't anything. I mean, there was like there was a bunch of down stuff around the around yeah, the neighborhood, but, but yeah, nothing worse than a severe afternoon thunderstorm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I'm back in Newport Ritchie now, so I'm, you know the move is the yeah, move is yeah. Good, so you're all moved in. Ritchie. Everything's good. Um, I mean, here's the thing. I got a lot of work to do still when it comes to, uh, you know, moving things around because I had, you know, not everything fit in one place. So there was there's stuff in multiple places and I still have to move that stuff around. But I'm getting there. Yeah. It's just been like, you know, with look, when you're running all the stuff that I'm running with this with the business, oh, yeah. man, like yeah. it's just you don't have any it's, time for anything. I know. I, I was know. working yesterday. Yeah. Well, yeah. Same thing. I was I was booked yesterday. I was working yesterday, too. I was booked all week this week, had all kinds of things going on, working with all the city governments that I work with, too, you know, dealing with both of them trying to do the new type of town hall meetings yeah. and uh, um, also the storm preparation. But let me ask you, the place you moved into uh, in Newport Ritchie, is is it a barn? No. Why? Oh, really? Okay. Because I thought maybe uh, you were you were like born in a barn because you left the studio door open. Oh. You know? Yeah, that's right. You get out. Take your headphones off there. That's a good boy. Walk over there. Close the door. You know, really, uh, you actually have one job in setting up the show. One job. It's to close that door. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is that. And, and I didn't close the door. No. And I appreciate you not reminding me until we're on the air. You know, that's I did really nice, too, I, by the way. So that's quite, quite buddy of you. I didn't actually notice until we were on the air. I, obviously, I would have said something beforehand. I don't think you would have. I think you would have you waited know, until on the air. I, can, I don't know I can, if I believe you. I can understand. I think you might be peddling I some can, fake news. I can understand why you would think that uh, I would want to save that for the show and do it as a bit. Uh, because it is a it is a good bit. But... Um, no, in, in this case, I actually did not realize it till we were uh, actually on air here. Yeah, so. sure. But uh, we do have some breaking news. And by, by breaking, I mean it's, uh, it's 9.08 a.m. on a Sunday morning as we're recording this. And we just got a flash from CNBC that says Trump admits Biden won, which I haven't seen a follow-up. Let me refresh, see if there's anything new here. 
It says here, uh, public, uh, President Donald Trump admitted publicly for the first time that Joe Biden won the election more than seven days after media outlets, including NBC News, called the race for Biden. Uh, let's see here. Uh, a White House official, when asked if Trump is admitting defeat, told, M- told NBC News it looks like it. The official added that it may be the beginning of Trump's conceding the presidential race. That's a damn shame. That really is. Yeah. What do you mean it's a damn shame? It's a damn shame that it looks like he's probably heading on the path towards uh, uh, conceding. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man. I, mean, I really, no, I, I really wanted him to hang on to power and I wanted him to <laughs> have to be kicked, drug out by Secret Service kicking and screaming. And, you know, I, I wanted to see all that go down. Did you think that was even a possibility, though? I was hoping. I was hoping yeah, but did you in, in my fantasy it was a world, world, I would I say mean, I understand the fantasy aspect. I would definitely it. put it in the less than 5% probability category, but I thought there was a possibility. I also thought that he might resign before his term was over just so he could say, I resigned for other reasons. It had nothing to do. I actually won, but you know, I had to, you know, do something else. I mean, that could happen. I mean, that, yeah. that could still happen. I mean, I guess oh, well, that he, part, that part wouldn't happen. He but. is such right now. He is such a, you know, Basically, he's he's a uh, he's throwing a temper tantrum. Essentially, you know that's really what he's doing. So, what do you mean? But now he's starting to get over. It. He, basically, he's he's you know hidden himself in the Oval Office for the past week. He hasn't done any of his duties. He hasn't tweeted anything other than about how the election is rigged. You know, he's not even he's he's not really well. That any fire of in the Department of Defense. Uh Head of the department. Of well, Defense, yeah, right? but that was just he, he wanted to put people in place in, cl- in case he decided to nuke the world they, that would do it. You know. <laughs> so. Well, you know, there, there's another reason behind that one, but yeah, yeah. What is it? Let's hear it. Oh, okay. So maybe, and again, this is this is part of the news that we were going to talk about today. But um, well, let's get to it. Okay, let's get to it then. Hold on here. I want to. I want to. Uh, where is that? Where is that? Yeah, I didn't see that in the show notes. What are you talking uh, about? Hold on here. It's. Damn it! It's underneath. Basically, the envoy for Syria has admitted that they've been lying to the president about troop numbers in the country. What do you mean? So there was more people. There's more military people in the country than U.S. troops. There's yeah, there's more. Are these the the mercenaries? No, no, no. U.S. troops. They were purposely not telling Trump the actual numbers in there. Top U.S. official admits lying to Trump on American troop levels in Syria. I'm pretty sure that is treason, isn't it? You know, you'd think it is. By I the mean, way. that's <laughs> so that's America- something. You, you you know, as 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 much as you like or dislike the president or dislike you know any any of this, uh, uh, senior military officials can't actually knowingly lie to the president about troop levels in a country. Listen, I, you just can't do that. So listen to this. So America's top envoy to the multinational military coalition to defeat ISIS claimed in a recent interview that he has routinely lied to senior government officials about U.S. troop levels in Syria. We were always playing shell games not to make to not make clear our leadership how many troops we had there. Outgoing diplomat Jim Jeffrey told Defense One reporter Katie Bo Williams in an interview. Jeffrey added that the real number of U.S. troops in, in Syria was a lot more than several hundred Trump planned on leaving behind following his abrupt withdrawal announcement in December of 2018. Trump's decision to withdraw U.S. forces from Syria led to the resignation of both Defense Secretary James Mattis and Brett McGurk, Jeffrey's predecessor as the leading U.S. envoy to the counter-ISIS effort in Iraq and Syria. But while Trump reiterated his withdrawal, his call to withdraw U.S. forces from northern Syria ahead of an intimate Turkish invasion in October 2019, Jeffrey told Defense One that for all intents and purposes, there was never a Syria withdrawal. When the situation wow. in northeast Syria had been fairly stable after we defeated ISIS, we, in, we inclined to pull out, Jeffrey told Defense One. In each case, we decided to come up with five better arguments as to why we needed to stay, and we succeeded both times. That's the story. Wow. Wow. Why is that guy not in jail right now? Like, yeah, why is it, that guy not in jail? Honestly, yeah, that that should be. Look, it, it, yeah, like I said, you just can't do that. You can't you can't lie to the president. You can't, you know, uh, basically give false reports up the chain of command. I mean, that's intentionally yeah. to achieve other objectives than the command structure's objectives. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's bad. <laughs> that guy should be, uh, you know, in cuffs right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is just, I mean... Here's the thing. When you want to talk about like the deep state and right. the negative effects of this 
apparatus that we have in Washington, D.C., this is an exact thing that I'm talking about right I, here. You're absolutely right there, Q. Like, this is horrible. This I is know. disgusting. And, again, he may not have fired him for that reason. He may have may have other reasons to fire the guy or whatever. I don't even care at this point. Right. But, like... <laughs> He's not the only one in this administration that's been lying to the president. Now, don't get me wrong. These guys think that they're justified in what they're doing. Right. But it doesn't change the fact that you don't you, you're lying to the American people at the end of the day about the troop levels. And they hired this guy in order to, again, how can we ever was well, a civilian on envoy? They said he's the top envoy, um, you know, but is he uh, is he in the Pentagon? Is he a. Um, a civilian Defense Department employee? Is he a general? What What is he? Who is he? Hmm. I mean, because that... He's might... a diplomat, basically. He's, just yeah. he's a diplomat. Well, if he works for the U.S. government, and, you know, he's, uh, he's definitely uh, should be in jail at this point. Right. That is pretty uh, pretty shocking. But now, we, get into this, we got into this way before we needed to get into this, though. But right. So I want to get back well, to the Well, that's because you were going totally down the QAnon path. So, you know, no, where, no, no, no. where we go one, we go all. Oh, my God. That is not QAnon right there. <laughs> no. <laughs> Asshole. You know, and that's the thing. That's that's uh, an example here and there, and there are legitimate examples of it that make people fall into the rabbit hole that it's, you know, completely different than it is. So, well, that's a funky noise. Was that my phone? Was that mine? Oh, something over there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so so continue on the path you're going with that. No, no, no. no. I want to get back down the path of Trump admitting finally, like because we went the whole week without him admitting that he that he lost this election. By the way, I know. I Not know. only that, but I don't know if you've been watching. We were, actually that screws up a lot of our show prep because a lot of what we were going to talk about was you know him not admitting he's he's uh, gonna. <clears throat> that he's lost the election. Well, so here's the thing. Like, okay, let's talk a little bit about this though, right. because it still it still rates at least somewhat of a of a of, a, of an analysis here. Because right. it's not just him. Yeah. Look, there's a whole lot of people that I like and that I actually do probably still have some respect for that really at the end of the day believe that this guy won the election. And I gotta <sighs> tell you, everything I've yeah. seen, like, okay. I'm not going to say that cheating hasn't happened because it absolutely it always happens. happens. Yeah, it, it happens. Yeah, but it's not enough. No, to get this guy a win. Yeah, don't get me wrong. They've pulled out all the stops that they could pull out. I'm not going to say that they didn't pull that people that there weren't things being done to try to help. But I don't think any of it mattered at the end of the day because I think that he was still going to like the numbers are still the numbers, and there's right. not enough to to overcome. You know, don't get me wrong. Everybody's got their conspiracy theories about, you know, they, they were counting votes for this guy and then it flipped to this guy. There's all these other stories out there, but most of that stuff isn't provable. The stuff that is and provable most of matters that, to like hundreds of votes. And most of that was expected by the way, um, you know, Republicans vote in person, Democrats vote by mail. And they're counting the in-person votes before they're counting the mail-in votes. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, it's naturally how it would swing because uh, the mail-in votes are a lot higher uh, majority or, you know, are majority Democrat. Or at least a plurality Democrat, and the the you know uh, in person votes are uh, plurality at least of uh, Republicans. So that's it's going to happen, man. I mean, and don't get me wrong, I don't like that they do the that they did the push ballots like they yeah, just mailed like everybody out that yeah. stuff. I don't like that they did that, but at the same time, like, well, what you states did they that. do that in? What's that? What states did they do that in? Mm, I don't remember the exact states that they were. Did they any in. of the states that were in play? I think so. Okay. I think some of the states in play that they did it in. Okay. But I don't know for sure, though. I think Philadelphia, I think Pennsylvania, they did it, though. Right. right. And that was one of the big ones that was in play. Well, if anyone cheated. And I think Arizona was, too. If, if anyone cheated, it was Pennsylvania. But it, it still wouldn't matter because he lost Georgia. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he lost, and he did lose And he Georgia. lost Wisconsin. He lost uh, Michigan. So. I mean, he lost some states that he, and again, look, this all came down to, I hate, no, I don't even hate to say it this way. There's only one guy you can blame for him losing, and that's himself. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, the candidate lost the election because he acted like a fucking asshole all the time. Like, he lost that. I, I'm looking back now, and I said this at the time, but I, I, I'm looking back now, and I think it's even more relevant. He lost that election on that first debate. Yeah, probably so. Because you, he, act, he did two things wrong there. One, he acted like a complete jerk. And the second thing is he didn't let Biden talk because you had to expose Biden for the, you know, old, decrepit, Alzheimer's filled bastard that he is. And Trump, because his ego is so fucking big, said, I'm going to talk more. 
and would stop that guy from talking. Biden looked worse in the second debate only because they cut Trump's mic. Like them cutting his mic in the second debate during the, the minute and a half or however long they could each talk ended up being the best thing for him, even though he was complaining about it because it shut him, it, it forced him to shut up. And it also gave him enough time to come back with good witty comments at those times. But I mean, again, he's such a, he's such an egotistical maniac that, you know, like people are all mad at, you know, look, there's Trump supporters that are mad at everything right now. But at the end of the day, there's only one person you should really, really be mad at. And that's Donald freaking Trump. Because if, if this if this election was important as it was as serious as you thought it was. <laughs> it wasn't. Which, which it wasn't. But if you thought it was as important as it, as, it, as it was, he should have known that and he should have acted accordingly like a fucking grown up. And he didn't. He refused to do that. And that's the thing you love about him. But at the end of the day, that's the thing that cost him the election. If, if this important. If this election was important as you people think it was, you should be out there in the streets, uh, you know, shooting people. <laughs> you should make the streets run red with blood. You know? And if not, shut the fuck up. I'm tired of hearing how important these elections are. I, you know, the only thing that is important to me in this election is whether or not I get more fucking government cheese, man. That's all I care about. No, I don't know if you're going to get a lot of government cheese. Fucking Biden, man. Yeah, but Biden's going to be it's going to be a Republican controlled Senate. Yeah, they're going to have to do something, though. They might do something. They'll do it by executive order. God bless executive orders. I don't think they can do the checkbook stuff. Yeah, you can. He can just tell the Fed to do it now because, you know, none of that matters. The Constitution doesn't matter anymore. No, that's true, too. Um, So, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to a Biden administration because, um, you know, he's going to lock down the country again, which is great. Uh, because uh, my wife and I already have a plan because I told you Dawn now works for my company, right? She's yeah. an actual employee of my company and all the revenue that she generates as a hairdresser comes into the company. Um, so now uh, what's going to happen is uh, if if the country goes on lockdown again, I'm actually going to lay her off. Okay. Um, she's going to receive unemployment plus her additional $600 a month. She is independently on her own. I have no control over this, of course, is going to go do house calls, uh, hairdressing and charge cash. Um, and then uh, we're going to get, you know, uh, full unemployment benefits, plus hopefully a stimulus package. So it's, you know, Biden is, is absolutely the best case scenario for us. Yeah. But I am very disappointed in you Republicans for not going out there and starting a revolution. I mean, you tried with this whole million MAGA march, which seriously, million MAGA march. Really? That's the best you could come up with. But anyway, but, you know, I mean, shit. The, the only opposition you got that is some Antifa pussies, you know, and you're letting them push you around. I mean, they're like 12-year-olds with skateboards. You got AR-fucking-15s, man. Shoot some people. What's wrong with you? You know, but still, I'm, I'm just looking forward to the day when presidential elections are really more like the Hunger Games. You know what I'm saying? You just take yeah. all the candidates, you put them in a big venue, let them kill each other until there's one left. You know, on the end of the, his term, uh, once uh, the four years is over, then we have like a purge scenario where everyone in America gets to hunt down the guy and shoot him. You know, that would be the best way to do it. So kind of a Hunger Games slash purge is how we should run democracy in America. It's just sad. It really it is. is. It's, it's so pathetic. That's the thing about it is everything is so pathetic. I can't even take any of it serious, even remotely serious anymore. You know, I try. I try to get into this like in-depth analysis of this stuff. But I, I just can't. You know, can't do it anymore. So, but uh, going to uh, the the lockdown, uh, Biden has said that uh, that's going to be a, a high priority for him. So that's a, that's a nice thing. Yeah, I mean, how are you going to pull that off, there, big guy? Like, uh, you know, I'm not saying you, big guy, but how is he going to pull? How is he going to pull this shit off? Well, he can't. Uh, he has zero authority to do so. But really, what it boils down to is in America is everything at this point is just kind of by decree. So if the president says we're going on lockdown, basically, most places just follow. You know. But then it becomes a red state, blue state kind of thing. You know, lockdown state, no lockdown states. Well, that's what's going to happen because Florida's yeah. not locking down. Hey, you never know. I can't see them doing it again. And DeSantis did it once, you know. Well, that's true, but so, I can't see him doing it again, though. He's obviously willing to bend over and grab his ankles if he thinks that's a, well, you know. Well, Trump not in office, it's going to be helpful yeah. to, for him to not do it. I don't know, man. Well, maybe at the end of his Trump term, won't be can... president after January 22nd. And then Biden. As far as we know. <laughs> as far as we know. I mean, we got to let the, the process play out. Yeah, the process is played out. There, there's no because he, the process he, is played out like an old he, kid in place. Even with the Trump's concession that Biden won, he still says the election is rigged. So no. he's still fighting it. Yeah, but yeah, that was funny. As up until today, though, the uh, uh, the White House was saying we're we're not in any way transitioning. I wonder if they're now going to start the you know transition talks with uh, with Biden. This is going to be the 
ugliest, ugliest transition to power, I think, probably in American history. This one's going to be pretty ugly. Yeah. It's going to be more than just taking the W off of the keys. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be pretty bad. Yeah. It, it should it, be interesting, though. Let it be ugly, though. They deserve it. Oh, I know. Like, that's the thing. Like, I, we deserve it. America deserves it. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yes, we, we all do. We deserve everything we're getting at this point. We, hard we totally do. We deserve yeah. it hard, too. Yeah. Well, look, here's the other thing. Like, Biden, after the election, calls for fucking unity. Like, are you fucking kidding yeah, me? Fuck you, dude. Like, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> right. Like, you guys, like, the Democrats acted like a bunch of fucking petulant children who wouldn't accept election results for four fucking years. Right. And then all of a sudden, we're supposed to fucking just all of like, a sudden accept the results, which, don't get me wrong, any normal fucking human being, not any normal human being, but most normal human beings looked at the results and was like, Biden probably won this thing. Like, more than likely, Biden won this thing. Yeah. And for, like... And to hear some of these Democrats be like, now you got to just take it. You got to man up and take it. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Were we not around for the last four years when you called this guy illegitimate every fucking day right. of his fucking presidency? Right. Like, I hope that I hope that Biden gets the same treatment that you gave to Trump. Not my president. No, yeah. Oh, the resistance. The right. resistance. We got to resist. We got to resist this. Oh, come on. You, you know what? Hey, look. Our old radio show used to be uh, used to use that. Yeah, we meant it though. Right. Like we meant it. Here's the thing. That's actually yeah. Back when we actually meant it, but they mean it too. They no, just, they no, no no. They don't mean it. Here's the thing. If you really meant that shit, you wouldn't vote for Biden. Like you, everything well, no, 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 that you support is the opposite of what Biden is. Oh yeah yeah yeah. They mean it. They're just stupid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're you're conflating the two. No, you, you can't do that. No. Yeah. Yeah, but no, nah, it's 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 gonna be fine with Biden in office. I mean, who who really gives it's gonna a be shit? Comedy. I mean, that's it's fun. gonna be comedy. If there's anything you should take away from this, it, it, here's what I really want you to to think about. And uh, nobody ever really has that great an answer for me on this. But how is your life? And I mean your life. Period. End of story. I don't want you to to throw in anybody else in the world. I want you to talk about your life, your family. How is your life different from one president to the next? And I'm going to say for 90% of the people out there, it's negligible. Negligible. Now, once in a while, there is some government program that either starts up or shuts down and it affects people. But for the most part, the federal government has virtually no impact on your life. You know? Unless you're in the military, then it has a lot of impact on your life. Yeah. You know, I mean, but I think I understand say, the point that you're well, making. Well, no, can you answer that question? Can you give me a firm example of how your life was different under Bush, Obama, Trump? You know, take it back as far as you want. What in there, other than the time you're in the military, because that doesn't count. That That's a one time when the president yeah. really has a big influence over your life. Yeah. Um, but, you know, during that time, what significantly was different in that time? Hmm. Right. I mean, I I don't think I could come up with a with a with a good answer there. And I encourage everyone at home to do the same thing. And I think once you really put some thought into that, I think you'll you'll go, huh, yeah. <laughs> not not really. I mean my taxes might have been a little higher, my health care But that's more than just him though. Yeah, well, that's a lot of things, right. But I that mean, is federal. I mean, you know? it's, okay, but you talk about the federal government, like it's, it really does come down to like a lot of the tax policy. Indirectly, it's the way the economy is running, though, because if they're, you know, if they set up policies that make the economy run better or worse nah, or it's, do it's, damage. It, it's wag the dog. It's the other way. The economy does what the economy does. Well, um, it does have to base itself off of, uh, of the a policies that were made by the federal government. The, the, the Federal Reserve, yes. The federal government to a much, much less extent. Hmm. I mean, it's, 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 it's very minimal that and again you're you're talking about you know economic ebbs and flows i yeah. you know it's it's really but the difference and that's the other thing it's funny because the president always gets credit for the economy and the president has almost nothing to do with the economy well the economy is you and your neighbors folks yeah but but you know the funny thing about that though is that in di or directly you're right but because of like Remember, as soon as Trump won, the stock market started going up, and that was because they liked what that guy was saying, and so the the feeling and overall, you know, relative, what's the word? Just the the, the feeling of the country mm -hmm. is what moved it up. 
but it was based so off what, of the what, decision that was made to elect that guy as president. Right. So the people essentially were the ones who actually did it. The president had nothing to do with it. But was their reaction to him though? Okay. I mean, so you got to give him. You got to. You got to. He's got to be part of the equation in one way or another. So for the fact that he exists uh, is the reason the economy went up. Is what you're saying? The reason the market went up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. The market goes up all the time. Yeah. It does go up all the time, though, but it, but he, it had record numbers because they thought of all the d the market always, like that. The market always has record numbers. Well, that's true. The market has been breaking records every, you know, every couple of years for my entire life. That's what it does. Yeah. You know. Well, but under Obama for eight years, In the years, 80s, the, the Dow was at 8,000, you know. In the 90s, the NASDAQ was at 1,000. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know, I remember the big deal when, uh, you know, the, the NASDAQ hit uh, 3,000. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's that's the thing. Everything that you think that the president affects your life is mostly an illusion. It really is. Okay. I would so agree all with you that. people getting all worked up over who the president is, you're you're getting worked up over nothing. You know, it's it's insignificant to your life for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. And so is government in general. Yeah. But uh, you know, the one thing is for sure is this COVID has definitely been significant in our lives. <laughs> that is true. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not being facetious. The disease itself is is nothing. You know. I, I think we all still. And that's the other thing. I always ask people. You know. So who do you know personally that's died of COVID? Not one. Not one person, with the exception of my friend's father, who died. And like I yeah. said, he was in his 90s, late stage Alzheimer's. I don't know anyone personally that's died from it. And the vast majority of people don't know anyone that died from it. But still. The way it's affect our lives is it has completely decimated our liberties. Yeah, know? and even like even now they're saying that there's records being broken across the country. Like all the infection rates are the highest right. ever. Yeah. And, well, everybody's getting it now, but hardly anyone has significant symptoms. But the thing about it is, is that everybody's going to get it anyway, right? Like this is going to work through the population, like Just the like flu, colds. Yeah, like cold, like more, colds do. More specifically, you know, it is a cold virus. Yeah, you know, but. That's the part that, well, they did come out this week that there is some kind of vaccine or something that you can take that's going to be 90% effective. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that, that was the big news this week. A vaccine, um, you know, is 90% effective. Uh, they finished the clinical trials. They're going to rush it uh, through FDA approval, and there's no way in fuck I'm putting that in my body. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't happening. Man, I don't trust the shit that's gone through, you know, 10 years of FDA uh, approval process. I sure Let alone shitty. the stuff that's going to take, take four months. <laughs> right. I'm not, I'm not trusting the stuff they, they uh, whipped through with a whole lot of, uh, you know, economic and political pressure behind them. You know what I'm it saying? It just feels weird that because they came out with a, but they came out with a, with that news this week that there's going to be a, something that's 90% effective and they really upped the, the fear on the virus this week. Right. Like they really did try to up the fear to a, to a gargantuan level. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And they you can't know, do it. lockdowns. So we got to do lockdowns all over the country for yeah. four to six weeks. Like, I know. Well, the the thing that's interesting about this is it, it's a completely different type of virus or a, a different type of vaccine. It's an RNA vaccine. What does that mean? Um, they're actually um, injecting you with um, RNA, which is the, essentially the sister to DNA. It's a, a different part of genetic material as opposed to just in a lot of cases giving you a deactivated or um, you know, a type of virus so your immune response can recognize it. This is, uh, you know, it's it's a different, it's a completely different type of virus. And I, unfortunately, I don't know enough of the biology to give it much of a better explanation than that. But I definitely wouldn't trust not only a vaccine that's been rushed to market, but a revolutionary, completely novel vaccine of a whole different type uh, that's been rushed to market for a whole shitload of political and economic reasons. Yeah. I mean, there's just, there's no way in hell. You know? I mean, I'm not, I'm not standing in line to go take that shot. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not taking that shot. Well, I don't take flu shots or anything. I, I, mean, just, I haven't know. taken a flu shot in a long time. I yeah. mean, when I was in the Marine Corps, they used to make you take them, but yeah. But after that, I, I quit getting flu shots though. Cause I mean, and every few years I get the flu. Man, yeah, it know? sucks. And usually once a year I get a cold. Yeah. You know, so it's like when you get older, when the, let me ask you a question. When you uh -huh. get older, when the flu could kill you, yeah. would you get the flu shot then? Eh, if that's what kills me, that's what kills me. Okay, so no. No. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, whatever. Okay. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't be afraid of it ever. 
But you wouldn't be afraid of it, though. No. But, I mean, you still might take the shot, though. Like, no. no. No way you would. No, I wouldn't take a flu shot. Because you're, you're, you're rolling the dice with that, too. I mean, your, your likelihood of getting, especially a hermit like me, <laughs> you know, uh, my likelihood of getting the flu from a flu shot is probably just as high as getting the flu from being out in public. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you do still go out in public, though. Well, I do now, but I'm talking about when I'm elderly. You know? Oh, I guess at that age. Then I guarantee you, I'll be, you kids, get off my lawn. Yeah. You know, so uh, definitely at that age. Like, so. since the COVID virus, my grandmother has basically been in her house the entire time. Right. Other than, like, going to the doctor. Right. But not even, like, to the store. Well, what she like do? That. Oh, okay. Before, she would go to store or maybe church or some occasional she would go do social other things. function. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But All she right. ain't doing that no more, though. She's right. in the house, and she is not coming out. Well, she's got to be in, what, 80s? 90s. 90s? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, she's in her 90s, dude. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I just you is know. she still active? I mean, could she go out, or is it like she could still go out? You yeah. know, she's not like bound to a wheelchair or anything like that. I okay. mean, she's you know she's still an old older person though, so you still got older people problems. I mean, right. You don't walk around really good and stuff like that, but yeah, he, she could still walk around and stuff. Yeah, but she's just been you know since she's deathly afraid of the virus. Yeah, which don't get me wrong, at her age, I don't necessarily blame her for that. Right, you know, because I'm like, well, I mean, this this is the this virus does kill those people. Right. At, a, at least at a 5% level. Right. Like even her chances of dying are still only, you know, 100 people get that disease at her age and only five of them die. Exactly. The rest of not, the other 95 live. Right. Well, and also out of, out of the 100 that got it, there's 9,000 that didn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know what the positivity rate so is so far. Maybe it's 900. You know, so you got a 10% chance of getting it. And in that 10%, you got a 5% chance of dying if you're 90. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's, that, that's pretty, ac- that's actually pretty accurate numbers. And even Drudge, like even Drudge, like even on his site, man, he's definitely selling the fear on it though. I think he's just reporting what's in the news. You know, he's reporting the numbers just like everything else. So. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. Drudge seems to have taken a turn. I don't know if he's taking a turn. He's just putting it out there. I mean, you should. Here's the thing. I I like the way Drudge puts it out because he just puts out. He just compiles news and puts it out there. Well, yeah, but it's it's and he in changes. The, but it's in the compiling of the news and what you're choosing to put up there versus what you're not choosing to put up there. Right. Where I would say that that he used to put up things that were much more um, discerning of what was going on and not so supportive and backing up the what was going on. Well, I, don't, I don't know if I, I can explain it better than I, that. I, I think you can, but I, I think it's very balanced because let's, let's pull up this article right here. Uh, the uh, third one down on the show notes. Okay. Which I pulled from judge uh, or, or uh, 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 drudge and it's judge Alito calls COVID restrictions previously unimaginable cites danger to religious freedom. Now here's, so here is a story about, uh, you know, uh, us Supreme court justice, uh, Alito, uh, talking about how unconstitutional and how dangerous these restrictions are to our freedoms that have come across from COVID. And he said that in a non-COVID world, these restrictions would be unimaginable. The, the concept that you can't go outside, the concept that you, you, you know, we, the federal government is going to close church services um, or even the state government, any governmental entity is going to close, uh, you know, uh, the, restrict the freedom of assembly. You know, the, the implied freedom to travel. Um, you know, it's it's shocking uh, that any of those things could happen. And here we have a, a Supreme Court justice uh, t- warning of us this. You know, it's uh, he says, uh, quote, the pandemic has resulted in previously unimaginable restrictions on individual liberty, which is absolutely true. The things that all of a sudden we, you know, we... America got a cold and all of a sudden now we're like, oh, okay, yeah, the government can tell us we can't go to work. The government can tell us we can't go to church. The government can tell us we can't, you know, gather in groups. We can't have that barbecue. We can't have Thanksgiving. The government can tell us we can do that. And we just accepted it. You know, we accepted it quickly, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was some pushback. I mean, thank God for Black Lives Matter. So because there is at least some rioting. But, you know, uh, the rest of uh, America just sat there and took it. I mean, you know? a lot of people sat there and took it. We bent over and oiled up that bunghole, man. And, and we just took it. You know, I, that's what we did. Just a bad. We visual. said, just slide that just right the, in there. Oh no! Yeah, let's not continue down this. Yeah, road. I'm I mean, going. No. I'm going all the way. No, because don't that's, go, don't go all the way. That's what you can't you, go all the way. And and, and the federal government didn't even pull out. 
Didn't even stripe our back, man. They they let it go right up inside there. <laughs> and that's that's really that's, that was taken too far. I, I You've know, officially I, gone too far. I, I wanted to take it to the extreme because that's well, what the, you did. That's what the government has done. I mean these. And even though Judge Little Judge Amy doesn't know the First Amendment, the First Amendment guarantees all these protections. It's all these things that when our country was founded and our forefathers got together and said, okay, what rights are we going to guarantee? The entire job of this country is to guarantee these rights for the people. What rights are we going to do? Okay, well, let's say freedom of speech, freedom of assembly, freedom of religion, you know, freedom of the press. And all of a sudden, COVID came along, and Trump came along, and the election came along, and all of a sudden, freedom of speech is restricted, freedom of assembly is restricted, freedom of religion is restricted, freedom of travel is restricted, uh, implied by freedom of assembly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, freedom of assembly is gone, you know. Look, they want to come after you if you have too many people at your Thanksgiving dinner. Exactly. Exactly. Like there are some places that are going to enforce that law. And you know, everybody is just like, okay with it. It's like everyone forgot that these are literally the things that are the first things our four founders said government can't do off of a disease. Congress shall make no law. Yeah. Restricting these things. And all 2020 has been is laws restricting those things. Yeah. And here is a Supreme Court justice of the United States saying, yeah, this is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And how, and we just keep moving down this path. And it doesn't matter whether Trump's in power and it doesn't matter whether Biden's in power. This path continues. And it's not the deep state there, Q. Okay. Before you go down that rabbit hole, it's you fucking people out there that just let it happen. You ignore it. You don't think about it. You just do it. Well, everybody else is doing it. Again, I say this all the time. All the time. They're, the streets should be running red with blood right now. If our forefathers were around, it would be. Because this would just be way too much for him, for them. This would be revolution time. You know, we'd be way past. And, and it's just like, and that's why I don't care anymore. Because I realize that it's just, it's over. It's, it's been over. You know, it's just, I happen to be one of the first people to understand it. I, I happen to be one of the first people to see the writing on the wall and accept it. Yeah. And everybody else is still living in the, the fantasy land, but it's, you know, it's going to get to a point where the only way to get out of it is going to, you know, let it all collapse or fight our way out. You I know? mean, it seems like that's what I hope gonna, to be dead by then. I mean, it seems like, unfortunately, way too many people not only are willing to go down the road they want more but they're kind of happy about it and if you are one of those people that are trying to sound the alarm that they don't like you right they don't want you messing this stuff up for them and even the people who thought they were sounding alarm they got everything wrong because a lot of those people ended up going well trump will save us and and they they got on that train and they didn't get off when they realized it whizzed right by that station Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying they just stayed on it because and i don't understand that either I mean, this guy has done, you know, as much damage as, as, as Obama or Biden is going to do, you know, and they just kept going. They, they just didn't see that it, that part of it didn't matter. Like I do. Fi- I'll, I'll tell you the one part I find funny. So yesterday when they had the million MAGA march, right? Trump drove by. Right. And, you know, gave a thumbs up. Right. Right. On his way to a golf course. Right. Like, so these people all drive up there on their own dime go up there and, and all get together, right? To fight for a guy to get him to stay in office that when you showed up, he goes, you know, I'm going to drive by, but then I'm going to go golfing. Right. Like, like he doesn't give a fuck about you. Like, he doesn't right. care. He, it was all for show because here's the thing. What he, sh- what he should have done would have been to stop the car, to get out and to, greet everybody like in and maybe even stayed and not gone to a golf course right right well it, it, i can't believe i'm defending trump on this but there's a whole lot of logistics that would have to go into that i mean the president of the united states just can't stop the car and get out at why a not? rally why well, not he can he could he i mean could. yeah uh, and, and again at this point what does it matter uh, and and you or i would do that in that situation but here's the but, thing he does he does those maga events all the time though he's does he right. does those rallies all yeah, the time yeah but those are, those are pre-planned and all set up yeah and, i understand and, that know. but it's not like they were we're going to go to the maga march and wait for trump and kill him 
Like, that wasn't going to happen. Well, you know, those Antifa guys, someone might have hit them with a skateboard. <laughs> Rolled a dumpster. But I don't like the same. I don't like the Antifa guys either. And what, the videos that I saw of them as, so they weren't there during the day as much to, to argue back and forth with the MAGA people. Right. But when it started clearing out and there was very few of them left, then they all came and started ganging up like, you know, 50 to one on somebody. Really? really? Oh, yeah. yeah. So there's this video of this old guy in this bike, right? And he's surrounded by the Antifa people. And look, when it's that many people, it's a sea of people against one guy on a bike. Right. Like an old guy, too. He's not even like... He was an old fat guy right. like that was just kind of there. And if you're not, if you're going to go up and hit him, and you, you don't even have the balls to hit him in his face, that you're going to hit him behind, and you're going to sneak up on him behind him. Right. Like, you're, you are the biggest pussy on the fucking planet. Right. You really are at the end of the day. Like, you have that many people, you should be able to, and he was an old guy. Like, get up on his face and punch him in the face then. Like, but, but do it so he can see you. They were pushing him down, but they would be, they would be behind him and then they push him and then they'd run away. Like they'd scatter like little cockroaches. Like, <laughs> like, like I'm going to push you. And then like, and it was so, it was so like, it was I, so pathetic. I tell you, young people today are just complete pussies. No, these they guys are, are the biggest pussies. I have, I mean the, the, the fat old guy should have gone, Hey, look, free PlayStation five and pointed that direction. They went all ran that way. Probably. Anyway, so, you know, it could have been, but uh, yeah, it, it's it, these anti guys i mean they're just it, it, fuck you children you know the the only reason you're out there protesting for communism is because your parents are covering you yeah you know yeah <laughs> it's all they're probably that. happy of your activism right yeah oh you have fun at your little protest today johnny yeah what right. did you, who'd you burn today right yeah. you know what guy did you hit from behind fuck all these people ah, fuck them all man you know, I'm so, just, I'm so I, i'm angry at the whole situation like the whole situation just annoys me to no end now Oh, it does. Because it does. like I said, there's a lot of people that I saw that I had a lot of respect for that are like, that are still, as of yesterday, Trump's going to win. Trump's going to win. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, like, he's not going to win. Like, it's not going to happen. It's done. It's over. The election is finished. And they're like, well, there's nothing in the constitution that says that the media can call the election. You know what? You're right. Uh, you're right. You're but, absolutely right. But you know what though? I didn't hear that being said four years ago when Trump won before they certified anything exactly. or four years before that when Obama won before they certified anything yeah. or four years before that or four years before that. You're now coming up with a new argument now. How fucking original of you. Right. Right. And uh, honestly, uh, you know, if you, if you think, uh, continuity of government is an important thing uh, delaying the transition is problematic i mean it does put us at a certain disadvantage uh you know militarily uh in the international intelligence community there are you know it, there are a lot of issues that if if that's the route you believe right now is a prime time for china and russia and all the countries that you know want to uh compete with us at minimum do us harm at, at maximum um you know, by Trump not um, working with the transition team, he's putting us in jeopardy. You know, so all you uh, America firsters, uh, by Trump doing this, he's actually putting us in danger from China and Russia and Iran and, you know, pick your countries. I guess, whatever. Though. No, there's truth to that. I mean, eh. you, you have to get the, uh, the transitions working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially and especially if they see weakness right now. I mean, look, well, what, that's all they see right now is weakness. Well, though. look what just happened in Hong Kong. Yeah. Okay. Um, and this didn't catch much news, but all the pro-democracy um, uh, members of the uh, Hong Kong uh, parliament, for lack of a better term, uh, have now resigned uh, under pressure to do so. And China has taken complete control of Hong Kong. There's the entire pro-democracy movement in Hong Kong is now completely dead. Out of power. Out of power. No, there, there's nothing left. China has finished their complete takeover of um, Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. Yeah. It's, it's done. It's over. And, you know, that's it, to me, that's tragic. I mean, that was uh, uh, for 100 years. Hong Kong was a, a you know, a, a jewel of freedom, essentially, mm -hmm. uh, in, in Asia, uh, surrounded by communism. Uh, surrounded by totalitarianism, Hong Kong was a free place. I know people that, you know, spend a lot of time living in Hong Kong and, uh, you know, it's a beautiful, wonderful place to be. A little too crowded for my taste, but still. Yeah. Um, and now, uh, with America distracted with all that and the rest of the world distracted with all kinds of stuff, China's taken advantage of that too. And I think it's just a matter of time before they take Taiwan. 
You think they're going to make a play for Taiwan? I soon? think they, I think if they're going to make a play for Taiwan, now would be the time to do it. You know, I mean, we're we're totally distracted with all this bullshit, and we're going to continue to be distracted. Well, yeah, the Biden administration isn't going to change the distraction there. It's only going to laser focus it on the wrong shit anyway. Well, here's the thing. I, I think if anything, um, you know, Biden would be more um, Biden's more of a hawk than Trump, you know, without question. But now with China, though, he might be. It seems like it's the opposite there, though. Like, like Biden doesn't want to have an adversarial relationship with Japan or with China. They want to have. They're definitely going to be back in bed with China, where Trump wasn't necessarily economically. His his, his rhetoric was definitely different than Biden's economically, but militarily. I mean, uh, well, and part of the the grifting too, though. You got to think about it. I mean, the Hunter Biden deal. One of those things was with China, right? Right. You know, yeah, that's true. You start I mean, making millions of dollars off of somebody, it kind of changes the way you act with them. That, yeah, they, you never know. China might have Biden in their pocket a little bit. So, I mean, here's the thing if Russia had Trump in, his, in their pocket, then China's got Biden in their pocket. Well, like, the same rules apply. Russia, Russia just had the pictures of uh, hookers pissing on them. So, yeah, that was really the bottom line there. What is going to happen to those pictures? You know, I don't know. Probably going to be in Penthouse. A Penthouse? Oh, I was hoping, you know, like the, the Louvre. <laughs> the Louvre, yeah, the Metropolitan. Do you um, think that they're? You think that they're artsy? The the Met. Oh yeah, I think they could be done up very uh, tastefully, and you but they know. already had to have been done tastefully. Oh well, you know, put some you know Instagram filters on them or something, and make it look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Instagram filters. I, I that's would what like you're going to do. Huh? I would like to that's see that. Yeah, going. that should be in a museum. Jesus. I mean, that could uh, that should be you know right up there to. Uh, next to the unfinished uh, portrait of uh, Washington and, you know, all the famous portraits of the presidents. Bill Clinton we, with a dress on. Bill, yes, yes. That would be great. And a cigar. Yeah. Um, George uh, George Bush with the building blocks and the planes. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I, that would be awesome. We, we should definitely, that really, we should, uh, the Smithsonian should be reaching out. You know. To get that stuff. Yeah, that should be a national archive. Jesus. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, it's uh, strange days indeed, man. It absolutely is strange yeah. days, man. It yeah. is definitely. I, again, and you know what it is? I'm so busy. Like, I'm so busy with work right now and building this company up. And, right. like, my, my, my role has expanded so, so much. Right. But at the same time, like, I'm keeping up with the news at the same time. But, man, it's just some wacky shit every freaking day. It is something new every day that is just like, can it get any freaking crazier? Yeah. And it can. Yeah. And it does. Every time I ask that question, something else happens. You know, the, the Secretary of Defense is fired. Right. Like, what's Trump going to do? Well, he's yeah. not going to concede the election. He's not working with their staff. But let's let's come for all, you know, you are right, though, just to, to go to your point real quick. This is like, America right now is like a, a TV show that's, Going into its fourth season. Yeah. And they've already done everything pretty much they need to do. And now they're just like really making up crazy shit just yeah, to get. But they just find to, shit that just, works though. Yeah. Just, just trying to make the plot move along and you know, just a bunch of MacGuffins everywhere. You know, that's American. America is just a long series of MacGuffins. <laughs> and if you don't know what that means, Google it. Um, but yeah, it, it, that's what it feels like. You know, it's just, it's. It's bizarre, but I, I wanted to, to come full circle. Let's come full circle. Back to the, the bring it back to the. Well, I want to go back the to the. Circle. I want to go back to the Pentagon firings. Oh shit! Okay. okay, so so you your thought there was heads were rolling because of the guys that lied uh, about Syria. I don't know for sure, okay. but it seems like the timing of it, like you found out about the the envoy thing lying after you found out about the firing, right? But he probably knew about that beforehand, and maybe that's what caused him to get fired, even though that wasn't the guy that would have been responsible for doing that anyway. Right. So, but I don't know, though. I don't know. I, I, I take it to a much darker place. Um, I actually think Trump was laying the groundwork in, cl- in case he ordered the military to do something to keep him in power. Okay, and I don't think he that's was... That's way... No, 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 no. I understand. He, he might not have been seriously thinking about it, but he wanted to have the structure there just in case. I mean, you got to remember, this is the same guy that when he was president-elect and briefing, uh, getting briefed, uh, you know, with his transition, which went a lot smoother than he's doing with Biden, 
um, he kept asking uh, military, um, you know, the, the military briefers, well, why can't we use nukes? Uh, well, sir, uh, we, we don't think that would be a, a valid response in that situation. Well, we've got them. Why can't we just use them? You know, and, and like he kept asking that question. And eventually, he, you know, of course, he went for years and didn't use any nukes. So obviously, you know, he wasn't specifically planning to do it. But in his mind, you know, that was probably never off the table. And in his mind, I think that using the military to retain power was not completely off the table. Really? Do you think so? I do. I do. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. How much, look, as much as this guy is an authoritarian, right? at the same time, do you believe all the stuff that was said about him at the same time? Like, do you believe all that stuff? Which stuff? It like, depends. the stuff about the nuke stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely I mean, there's no, that. like, there's no video audio of this or anything like that. Look, like, this I, is all secondhand reports. I, I, I understand. I totally believe it because it was confirmed by a few different people. Um, and also, I know how people like that talk. You have to understand, if you asked 10 people um, in, in, uh, in, in 10 people with MAGA hats, okay, uh, what should we do about the Middle East? Seven of them are going to say, we should nuke it into a parking lot. <laughs> and you know that's true. And I don't, I, 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 right? And... Oh, you're I, not lying. I, you're right. Oh, you're not lying. I, I, I've, heard, I know. I've heard it said. I've heard it said myself. You've heard it said a hundred times. I may argue with you that it may not be seven and ten. It may be half of them and five out of ten. But we're only arguing semantics at that point. <laughs> exactly. We're arguing perception. So I, I, we can agree that a significant portion of Trump supporters has that philosophy. Turn that place into a parking lot. Yeah. I've, I've heard. I've heard the exact term used. It's it's either a parking lot or a sheet of glass. Yes. Yes. It's one of the two. Yes. Exactly. So. My, my thinking is... I actually is, think I might have said it myself at one point. No, not like that, though, but like, you know, like if we ever did, got into a war, we should just nuke them. Right. You know. Well, you know, there was a point in the, you know, a few days after 9-11, I was thinking the same thing, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I wanted to nuke Saudi. <laughs> I'm like, why are we not nuking Saudi? Yeah. Yeah. That's where they anyway, all from. But my point is, is even though he may never have seriously considered it, that kind of mindset was always there. Like, yeah, we got the nukes. <laughs> Why not use them? Why not use them? Well, sir, we, we think that there would be, you know, uh, the entire world would turn against us and there may be retaliatory strikes from other nuclear powers. And, you know, yeah. it could be really, really bad. Yeah. Um, so I think they talked him out of it. But by the same token, I think that this could have been a scenario where he was saying, well, you know, uh, what if? What if I need to, you know, have the military circle the White House and keep them from taking over? You know, what if I need to? And I think that was probably it. He put because he he put people in power who supported him. Now he's always done that. You know, I, yeah. that's always you. Uh, you know, you give him a little praise and you you pretend like you're loyal and you're going to go places in the Trump administration. You know that. Oh yeah, and if you question anything, you're out. Exactly. So, but again, I have no proof of this. I have no evidence of this. It's just my philosophy on knowing this guy, which yeah. I, I don't know if I know this guy. Because this all could be a complete show and all this could be one. This could have been just a four-year commercial for Trump Enterprises for all I know. Could have been the biggest troll job <laughs> in the history of mankind. I can't. I cannot completely eliminate that as a possibility. Oh, no. I definitely. Here's the thing. I can't eliminate that as a possibility only because maybe you only wanted to do four years. And so you would act like this much of an a-hole to only have to do four years. Like if you would have acted at all normal, you would have won re-election easily. You know, I just can't see it being that that pre-planned. I, but then again, if you read the art of the deal, you could make a. And I, I in, in complete fairness, I haven't read the book cover to cover, but I've read so many excerpts of it yeah. at this point that I have a pretty good idea what the book says. Mm -hmm. And I think you could make a pretty valid argument that this is. <laughs> it's not out of the realm. It's of not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, that this was one giant marketing campaign. Yeah, yeah. I, who knows? I mean, what's the, and it still is. What's the Trump brand going to be worth when this is all said and done? I mean, most people, a lot of people would tell you it's going to be worthless, but I don't think that's the case at all. Oh God, no. Oh God, no. Like it's possible. And again, I don't know he for has sure. If sixty he's million Americans who love him. Yeah, who worship him. That that are going to that again. He's. He may start a new service. Like his, right. <laughs> like, and if he that starts could, a new service, it's instantly going to get some viewers. TNN. Trump News Network. This 
is Trump News Network. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The greatest the greatest news network ever oh in the history God. of and news if, networks. And if that's the case, I just uh, Like you might watch TV again. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look, for the comic relief of it alone you might I, watch. I it. can handle about 43 seconds of MSNBC, about 47 seconds of Fox News. CNN, I can actually handle about 90 seconds at a time. I'm thinking Trump News Network, I can handle about eight seconds. That's it. Oh, I think you're going to watch the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. I think you're going to watch that shit all day long. Yeah. I think you're going to have a, a Trump News Network shirt. Yeah. That you're going to switch between that and your cracker shirt. Yeah. You like my cracker shirt? No. Why not? I just don't. I don't like it. I don't, I don't know why. I why? just don't like it. I don't know. I just it's, don't like it. it. And it's got a picture of a trailer on it. Yeah, I know. You know? I don't know. I don't like it. Hmm. I don't like it at all. You do realize it's a band, though, right? What, Cracker? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And it's, it's, it's a concert t-shirt. I actually got this at, uh, at uh, Skipper Smokehouse, which no, is now, sure. yeah, uh, with C and Cracker, um, which, by the way, they closed completely. Skipper Smokehouse closed? Skipper Smokehouse is, is gone. Damn are, you, COVID-19. They are closed. Damn you, COVID-19. I know, man. And, you know, a lot of shit like that, too. I think, Damn you, COVID. I think there's gonna lot we're gonna lose a lot of things. It's it's funny because I subscribe to somewhere along the line, my company, White Hat Infotech, got miscategorized in some marketing thing as a restaurant business. And so now I'm on like all these newsletters for restaurants. Yeah. Um, and I keep them because they're they're interesting, but it's amazing how many restaurants are closing. Yeah. And chains are closing and just going out of business. I mean, when we come out of this, I don't think we're gonna realize how much the um, you know, the, the bar and restaurant industry has been decimated. Well, and you're going to, when it comes back, it's not going to come back the same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope it does. Well, no, it's going it, to, I think it's, here it will. it's definitely going to move to more online, I think, more delivery. I think in Florida, it's going to be, it's going to come. I mean, there will be more delivery, but I think for the most part, it's going to come back to normal. In fact, it pretty much is. I mean, you know, I've been out like uh, in the past month and a half. I've gone out quite a bit because we have no kitchen, but we're starting to get our kitchen back. We might have a stove next week. That nice. would be amazing. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Good for you. Um, but anyway, it's and it's it's fairly normal out there at this point. You know, but I think other places like Oregon just shut down again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and I think there's another New Mexico also. So like, hold on, you can shut down with your cocaine and your mushrooms, but you just got to stay in your house. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a, okay. Hold on. And you can have cocaine, but just not a straw. What? Oh, you're right. You're right. Well, it can be a straw, it just can't be plastic. Okay, paper straw. Yeah. You know, you, harder. You can ro- you can roll up a dollar bill. You know, you can roll. You can still do that. You got to do that. Though. Yeah. Oh, but no, dollar bills have COVID on them. So you know. screwed there. Yeah. You have to get brand new dollar bills and then you sing, you have to have single use cocaine single straw use dollar, dollar bills. bills. <laughs> That's what you need. Yeah. You need single use cocaine straw dollar bills. Yeah. Yeah. And then put them right into circulation immediately following that. Well, yeah. Yeah. And because the cocaine on them is not a problem. It would be the COVID though. Well, yeah. I yeah. mean, of course the COVID would be a problem. <laughs> you know, I actually read a study one time uh, that said that there are traces of cocaine on most U.S. bills in circulation. Yeah, like a certain percentage of them, but it's a large percentage. <laughs> it's 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 enough to to actually be detected on the vast majority of you know I don't know. I don't know majority. if that's an urban urban legend or not, but I've heard the same thing. Though. I wonder if that is actually. Uh, we, we we should probably look that up and find out for sure if that's a true thing or not. Because if so, that that makes me that gives me hope in America. <laughs> yeah, but then again, you know the the Fed probably gives it directly to the CIA to buy coke with, so that you know it makes its way back here anyway. So they print the money. CIA buys Coke with it. Everybody's happy. All right, are you looking it up? Wow. Okay. Okay. So the, <laughs> first of all, what's the source? Is it a reputable source? I mean, I'm going to it's CNN. Which, okay. I mean, I don't know if all you want to consider it a reputable eh, source or not. Kinda, maybe. For this kind of story, it almost seems like a hundred percent of bills from a few large urban areas tested positive for cocaine. 100%. <laughs> Amount of cocaine on money is not enough to cause health risk. Hold on here. I got to go look for another. But it's enough to get National high? Geographic. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's got to be a pretty good one, right? Well, if you're looking for uh, native women boobies. Cocaine on money, drug found on 90% of U.S. bills. If 90%. you live in the United States or Canada, chances are you have cocaine in your wallet. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to go snort my bills right now. 
<laughs> Jesus. Like I've heard the same thing, but I never really ever wanted to look it up. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, at least we're going out on a high note. <laughs> If you want to continue to hear it, you can listen to hour number two on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com slash Unintended Baggage. Listen to us in the second hour. We'll see you on the other side.